welcome to another episode of the Barracks Room Podcast. The Barracks Room Podcast is here to motivate, stimulate, and elevate you to another state of being. We're here to give you the ability to decompress, get some of those stressors of the world off your back, and give you the opportunity to make yourself a better person. Come in and relieve the stress of the world. Release that pressure so you can go out and shine bright like a diamond. The Barracks Room Podcast is brought to you by Macassier.com. That is www.mokacia.com. Mayfield 3 Consulting. And, of course, the Anchor Podcast. I am your host, Morris Mayfield. Thank you for joining us as we wind down on this year. It has been a phenomenal year for the podcast. I thank you all for the support. I thank you for all the love that I have received. I thank you for the honest, constructive criticism that I have received. No matter what, I learn as we go and as we grow, and I appreciate you. Today, I just want to talk to you about some things that's on my mind prior to us concluding this year. And uh, But let me say happy holidays to you guys. I promise you, I've got maybe three points I want to get across to you, and I'm going to start it by this. What are you hungry for? What are you hungry for? Have you satisfied the quench? Have you looked back over this year? And have you seen things that you may have missed the mark on? Are those things driving you to push you to the next step and the next evolution of yourself in 2023? What do you have an appetite for? Do you have an appetite for foolishness? Nothing that brings value to you? Do you have an appetite for success? Have you strategically put things in place where you can satisfy this hunger? So, one of the things I wanted to convey to you guys is, you know, when you look at the world's predators and how they go to get their prey. There is always one thing, no matter what species it is, that is common across them all. And that is hunger. This insatiable desire to get their prey, to grab, to grasp these things, to satisfy a hunger. The hunger is part of the thrill of the hunt. The hunger gives them the precision to know that no matter what the circumstances is, I must satisfy the hunger. They have an appetite, a specific appetite 
for things that will satisfy the hunger. And the predator is always focused and locked in on the prey. They put things in place. Some predators are very strategic. Phoenix flytrap. Very strategic in laying the traps to capture what they need. Some predators go where they know the prey is most vulnerable and they attack. But I keep saying the one thing that keeps them focused is the appetite. Think about it for yourself. I'll use myself as an example. I was up at two o'clock in the morning and I was trying to get back to sleep. But as I was laying there and I closed my eyes as tight as I could, the one thing that kept going through my mind was how loud my stomach was growling and the feeling I had. And all I could think about was, what am I going to eat when I get up? I need something to immediately pacify this feeling. And all I could pinpoint on was trying to calm the hunger that was in my belly. Because see, this is the thing that I have come to realize and I've come to notice is that when you're hungry, you can't focus on anything other than satisfying that hunger. I'll say it again. When you are hungry, you can't focus on anything other than satisfying that hunger. So when you look at your life and you look at over all the things that has fell short of your goals, that is a hunger that constantly reminds you See, I don't look at it as failure. I look at it as a learning tool. And when you are reminded of those things that you wanted to achieve and you plan to achieve, it begins to develop a hunger, a thirst. And you have to pacify it or satisfy it. Now, pacifying, I think we all do a lot of pacifying. See, pacifying is just a temporary fix, a temporary sense of gratification. If you think about it, if you've ever had any kids, if you've seen children, whether you have children of your own or relatives, they usually give a child a pacifier to calm them, to quiet them. But it's only a temporary fix because no matter how much they have that pacifier, eventually they must get nourishment above the pacifier. And see, a lot of times we pacify ourselves thinking that, oh, okay, this is okay, or doing the bare minimum is all right. And we try to justify the mediocrity. We try to justify it. Think about over your life. I've done it multiple times. I've tried to justify my BS. 
I have put in my mind that I deserve these shoes. Although there is something else that is of a higher priority that I should be taking care of, I justify spending this money to get this. Or I justify utilizing my credit card to make this purchase and I'll be able to make the payment later on. The reality of it is that if I didn't have the money at the time of the purchase, what makes me think that I will not put something else in the place of paying that bill fully off to get something else? Then I'll compound that issue with more charges. I know I'm not the only person that's ever done that. You know, at, at 19, 20, 21, 22, I mean, I can go on and on. There, there are times in my life that I have justified making certain decisions that ultimately was only a pacifying situation. But in the long run, it was not satisfying to what I needed to accomplish. You know, I tell people all the time, man, I go in my closet and I look at my shoes and it just is a reminder of certain decisions that I have made to pacify me. Now, I don't have any regrets. Don't get it twisted because each step of my life has been a learning lesson. When I look in my closet, I continuously learn that I made a pacifying decision that only gave me temporary satisfaction, but in the long run gave me a hunger because I did not satisfy the hunger the way I was supposed to. See, we do these things. We talk and we say all the right things to justify what we want to do but we give so many excuses for not doing what we're supposed to do I'll say this again because <laughs> I know I'm, I, I am guilty of this we justify and, and find ways to do what we want to do but we come up with so many excuses for why we're not doing what we're supposed to do. That don't sound familiar to you? Okay, I'll give you an example. How many times have you heard people say, well, you know, I would have got promoted um, if they would have looked at me instead of looking at her or looking at him I mean I would have got that promotion if you know the people on my on my job my supervisors wasn't tripping all the time so we make these excuses but we never internalize what role we play in these situations and scenarios we don't never say, okay, well, I didn't finish this evaluation or this evaluation was subpar. I, I didn't put my full effort behind this. Well, I would have made a higher grade 
on that test if I put in the time to study instead of binge watching something on TV. We don't put we don't say that. We'll say the teacher was just hard. They grade hard. They don't know what I'm going through. They tripping. They just handing out assignments and they don't care about us or whatever. I ain't going to be sitting up here kissing the teachers behind to try to get a grade. I'm not going to go out here and, you know, they think everybody is supposed to have this high physical fitness test and everybody's supposed to be this. You know, instead of saying I did not put in the work to train, my appetite was not fixated on success. I simply was pacifying myself. See, these are the things that we need to realize and understand and challenge ourselves at. We got to be real with ourselves. We have to have some type of internalized mechanism that makes us understand that we play a role in whatever it is that we do. You are the master of your fate. I'm just saying, you got to think about this stuff, right? God gave you the ability to make a decision. You make the choices. So therefore, you have to live with the consequences that come with the choices that you make. And the reality of all of this is you can do whatever it is you want to do as long as you are prepared to take the consequences that come along with that. And if you constantly sit up here and choose and make a conscious decision to blame others for your shortcomings and for the circumstances that you're in, you will continuously stay in this perpetual cycle of mediocrity. We have to own our BS. And we have to analyze ourselves to get where we need to be. And the best way is to lock in on the hunger. What drives you? What are you visualizing as success? And what steps do you have in place to attain that success? Whatever you consume feeds your vision. Whatever you consume feeds your vision. So if we sit up here and we idolize these particular individuals that we see on social media that live behind filters that only show the end product, we begin to miss the mark of what it takes to get to those areas. We're pacifying ourselves. We're not paying attention to the hunger. So if I feed my mind with this toxic imagery, eventually my vision of what success is becomes toxic, becomes cloudy. I begin to blame others for my misfortunes. 
Now, don't get it me wrong. Sometimes your environment creates your circumstances. But out of those circumstances, you have to find a way to carve out the opportunity. See, I've asked earlier uh, in the week, I, I asked people, what, what happens when you run across the opportunity? What happens? I mean, let's really, really, really break this thing down. What happens when preparation meets opportunity? Are you truly prepared? Because opportunities are going to come. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your circumstances is. Your situation could be extremely dire. It could be extremely limited on what opportunities come your way. But the opportunities will come. See, your circumstances is a breeding ground for opportunities. Now, you can take the circumstances and go in the opposite direction and pacify what the stereotypes are. Or you can look inside of your circumstances and take that small opportunity and maximize it with your full potential. See, my mother used to tell me all the time, you may stay in the project. You may stay in the ghetto. But that is not an excuse for you to act like your ghetto. That is not an excuse for you to not go out here and be the best person that you'd be. You don't have to constantly sit up here and remind people, man, I came from the mud, this, that, and the other, and blah. You have nothing to prove to anybody outside of yourself. But if God has given you the opportunity and afforded you the opportunity to be on this earth, it is your duty to set the right example. Because we are all tested to be a testimony. So what are you visualizing? Where do you see yourself at? Now, I don't want you focused on January 1st. Because statistics show that within the first 45 days of a brand new year, whatever you set out as your resolution goes by the wayside within those first 45 days. Some people don't make it past a week. Some people don't make it past 20 days. Some people don't even make it to 30 days. But when they set these resolutions, they don't stick to them. Why? Because they are not truly consuming what truly feeds their vision. See, in the book, Gumbo Warrior, I talk about, I don't believe in resolutions. I believe in a mission. And the beautiful thing about being in the military is that we are trained to accomplish the mission. The mission comes first. So your mind is formatted where you have to look at what is the mission what am I trying to achieve? What do I visualize? 
And then I train towards that. I feed that. I consume knowledge and information and I become repetitious with that information. Therefore, when I am out there, it becomes muscle memory that the only thing that I am focused on and what it triggers me to go towards my greatness is that it, it becomes a mission. See, I've talked about this before on other occasions, even on this podcast, that people in the military, when they tell them that there is a mission that needs to be accomplished, it is a different mind frame. It's a different mentality. It's not a a nice to have. It is, I will. I must. I will. I must. That is the mission. So what are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your vision? Are you feeding your vision? I will. I must. Or this is my resolution. Or I'm going to wait till the beginning of the year. The year starts now. Because you're not promised tomorrow. You must win in the day. You must win in the second. For every breath that God has given to your body. You must find a way to champion that breath. You must win in the moment. You must win in the second. So you don't need to wait till the beginning of the year. You start now. Because you begin to form the habits within the first 10 days. So why do I need to wait till January? I start putting in measures now. I start feeding my mind now with knowledge and wisdom and things that will get me to the next level in life that will evolve me into a greater variation of myself. Whatever you consume feeds your vision. Lastly, when we think about our bodies, your body naturally filters out what is toxic. Your body naturally filters out what is toxic. It uses what it needs to use and it gets rid of what is not conducive for the body to function. However, If you consume things constantly that are harmful to your body, your body begins to struggle to break down what is harming you. And eventually, the body begins to malfunction. So what am I saying to you? If you are constantly feeding your mind with toxic visualization, you're hanging around toxic people. You consume negative vibes from others. You continuously surround yourself with people who operate on a low frequency. This will begin to harm and break down the internal you. You consume knowledge and we consume knowledge at a cyclic rate because of technology. But children, when you are young, they consume so much information 
quickly. And eventually it evolves into their personality and who they are as they grow older. And as the older you get, you begin to be set in your ways. So it's harder to reprogram yourself, especially if you have constantly fed yourself with so much toxic energy. My challenge to you is to find ways, find people that challenge you to elevate your way of thinking, to elevate your mind. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals who will challenge you to be a better version of yourself. Consume information that is going to be a benefit, that's going to be an asset to the goals and aspirations that you set forth for yourself. Align your mind with a vision that will accomplish the mission. Align your mind with a vision that will accomplish the mission. I got to tell you, sometimes some of those people that you surround yourself with, they may have the exact same blood running through your veins. Sometimes some people in your family are just not meant to be directly close to you as you go on your journey. You may have to love them from a distance. You may have to extract yourself from friends that you have known for many years. I used to go home, I used to visit New Orleans and I would always pay attention that some of the same people we're doing some of the same things that I left behind. And when I come back, they have formed a habit of doing the same things, standing on the same corner, drinking the same drink, smoking the same stuff, hanging out at the same areas, not seeing themselves in an elevated space. And usually you have people that encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. Some of them have become sacrificial lambs to teach you a lesson. Because I'm not saying that some of those people that I went to see and they were doing the same things meant any harm to me. But there have been many of them that have told me, stick in there, young blood. Hey, little man, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. There ain't nothing here for you. Stay in the military. Do what you do. Go see the world. There ain't nothing here for you. Because they don't see it for themselves. They don't see that they have the opportunity to make a change. But some of them will encourage you to go out there. Because you can learn from anybody. You can learn from a fool. All I'm telling you is you need to satisfy that hunger. Don't pacify it. Satisfy it. Pacifying is a temporary fix. When you satisfy that hunger, 
you're going to want more of it. Be a predator to your success. Track it down. Attack it. Accomplish the mission. All right. That's all I got for you. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you so much once again for supporting this movement. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for sharing it out. Thank you for giving me topics to talk about. Thank you for those who have criticized. Thank you for those who have given constructive criticism. I love you all and I appreciate you. And I hope that this adds value to you. Inspire before you expire. Remember, it is positivity over everything. And you can only be a legend one time, but you can be great many times. So wake up and go be great. This is your time. Make sure you go get that book, Gumbo Warrior, Recipe of a True Leader. Also get the other book, The Green Monster, Life Lessons, Quotes, and Philosophies of a Warrior. Make sure you go to the website, makasia.com. Get some of that motivating gear in your life. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel, Makasia504, for those weekly motivational videos. So you can see my smiling face. So you know what the real is. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Morris Mayfield, and I love you the long way. I bought the extended version, and there's nothing you can do about it. And just like that, I'm gone.